with boy oh boy conversations with gray and jc grayson jc grayson what's been going on i don't know do you know what's been going on no i i was trying to put together the list of topics for this week's boy oh boy and it's 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 scarce okay it was a haze this last week a haze a haze really truly i i don't know I mean, I don't know if I relate to the haze. I feel like I've been in a months-long haze, but it lifted on, like, Sunday and Monday, you know? Sunday was solid. Sunday, Sunday was, was solid? Good day. Not hazy? Not hazy. That's great news. That's really wonderful news. But aside from Sunday, hazy week. Yeah, I just, I don't remember at all what Thursday and Friday were like. I'm so sorry. I'm at a loss. I And those are your days off. Yeah. Shoot. Those I'm are sorry. the those are the worst days to forget. I feel like you're hiding something personally. You're right. You, there's something happening on your days off that you, you hear about what's happening in Israel. Uh oh. Wonder where I was Thursday. Oh Friday. no. Oh no. Wait. Wait. This is terrifying news, Grayson. Which side are you on? Stephen keeps asking me the question, and it's on everyone's mind. Is what I take from that. Whose side are you on? Um. The. The Hamas. Or or the Jews? I'm on the side of, I think, the Muslims and the Jews should both leave Israel, and the Christians should claim it. Wow. Jerusalem belongs to the Christians. Oh, my goodness. Are there Christians already there? Probably. Okay, so you just want them to stick around? Yeah, everyone else can leave. Where would they go? Anywhere else. L- like, anywhere, anywhere? Pretty much. They could come to Austin? I mean, I'll be going to Jerusalem once it's taken over by Christians, so... Okay. Yeah, fair deal. We'll trade. Okay, fair enough. I just don't know. I don't know if it is a fair trade that all the Christians from Austin, in return for the entire population of Israel and Palestine. That's right. So, no, it seems pretty fair. Okay, fair enough. I mean, you know more about these these demographics than I do, or these. It's not even demographics. What's that called when it's populations? Are those demographics? I mean, demographics are like the subsections of a population. Mm. I just or like the, the, whole pop. the ways that you define a population. Yeah. So what's just like the study of populations? Isn't there a name for that? I feel like if it was a college class and you're looking at populations, what's that called? There's there's definitely a name and I'm forgetting. There it. is a name. Gosh. Because it's like the movement of peoples. Populace. No, like I think we're thinking of different studies. Damn it. Both related to people. No. Sociology. That's the one. That's the one you're mm-hmm. thinking of? Yep. Well, I thought about sociology, but I don't think that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, This is terrible news. I was thinking the one that's like the study of like human migration. Yeah, I thought it had like it starts with a D, but I I really don't know. I don't think we're going to come to the conclusion. I think it will. It'll eventually strike us. And at that moment, we'll stop our conversation and we'll focus on what's important. And that's the study of populations. The study of. Um, it'll, uh, it'll come to us. Yeah, no, it, it surely will. It surely will. Grayson, the, the the car was loud right there. I'm sorry for the little pause. Okay, that, that car was quite loud. You live on a busy road. I, I do. don't know if you're aware. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. That's no, we a lie. don't. We don't yeah, have much that's to a talk blatant lie. What are you talking well, about? Well, we have a singular large topic to talk about. Well, let's save that. What do you mean? Let's save that. What? No, the singular large topic is the war... In Israel slash Jerusalem slash Palestine or wherever the fuck. No, nah, I just want nothing to do Wait, with that. Wait, what is Jerusalem? Jerusalem is a city in Israel. Oh, it's just a city there. Yeah, it's like the holiest city in the world. Well, I I just didn't know. I, I just learned today that Israel and Palestine were the same place, okay? But then I also remember Jerusalem's a word associated with those, and I didn't really know the context. Well, yeah, that's like the pseudo-capital, even though Tel Aviv is technically Israel's capital, because they split Jerusalem crazy wait so so do do they agree that jerusalem's the name do both sides agree we're calling it jerusalem yeah, it's a consensus christians jews muslim we all agree it's jerusalem you you keep you keep shoehorning these christians in well because uh, the christians also consider it a holy city and we have our whole like problem going on there with the holy church of the sepulcher with the kids no no oh, okay okay other problem no 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 we have a bunch of like holy sites but you know christianity it's heavily fragmented into denominations that's exciting no denomination can agree like who is supposed to take care of these holy sites oh i see so they just share it well you know what we do really unsuccessfully oh i'm sorry about that 
one thing we can all agree on is that Jerusalem is the name of that city. Yep. So that's big. You know, there's a lot of, I don't know. I feel like that that's really, really insightful. Not like Constantinople. No, they're still a war is being waged to this all day. All the time. It's, it's, it's a little unsettling. Race. And then you got those Byzantium guys. Going we don't around. talk about them Ugh. on this podcast. No, no, we really don't. The big topic for real, for real. Uh, is that Stephen got put on probation. Yeah, that is crazy. Our dear sweet friend Stephen, the, the number one and foremost topic on this podcast, our dear sweet boy, he recently got a job in Austin, Texas. He, he's working for the government. And they said, Stephen, we don't trust you. We think you're, you're a You're a not traitor, doing a good job. A spy? Oh, okay, yeah. They said you're on probation. We don't trust you. That's simultaneously so surprising and yet also the most predictable outcome. Yeah, I don't it's surprising in the sense that like whoa, that was quick. But if anyone in my life were to have been put on probation at their job, it, Steven's near the top of the list, if not topping it, you know? Who else is near the top of that list? Uh maybe my my sister, both of them, honestly. Mm. Like they'd probably be some of the first guesses. Uh they'd be like it'd be those three probably. If we're talking people real close to me in my life mm -hmm. those ones yeah but i just it's it's a little absurd you know who would not be anywhere near the top of it Who's not that? that she's as close to me in my life but your your brother's girlfriend oh yeah Maria, that's crazy she she was suspended not even put on probation yeah they're just they just got rid of her for like a week and a half yeah that's wild can we talk about that she hasn't told me i can't well, then let's go for it. Listen, it's wild. She was all on board the H-E-B train, the grocery store train. That's my favorite train. It's a grocery all store on, on a train. Yeah. It's no, a very she cool was, concept. She was fully bought in. She was having a great time at her job doing all her stuff. And then her job caught on that her well, mom. Well, so you get a discount, you know, like my girlfriend, dear sweet Brandy, she works mm -hmm. at Barnes & Noble. She gets like a 50% off discount at Barnes & Noble. You know, it's a great deal. Mm-hmm. HEB is where you do all your grocery shopping. Maria gets a 10% discount there. That's On great. All HEB stuff. Well, yeah, it's still great. Most That's of the stuff I buy good. at HEB is like HEB stuff. Yeah. yeah. Solid deal. Well, Maria being the lovely daughter that she is, she shared that code with her mom because they live together, do grocery shopping together. Mm -hmm. you know and apparently part of the policy is that you're allowed to share it with people under the same household. Yeah. So there you go. Um, she also occasionally go. shared it with Wilson and I because Wilson and her would go grocery shopping every once in a while. So wow. I benefited from this at times. Congrats on that, man. You know who else benefited from it? Who? Seemingly everyone Maria's mom knows. Well, let's just think because Maria's one. Then she has a sister and a mom. That brings up the three people. Mm -hmm. And let's add in you and Wilson. You know, those are like. Well, my card might have shown up. I don't think Wilson's did. Okay. Okay. So just one for the yeah. Rauchers. Okay. So that brings up the four people. That does not account for uh, all 45. 46. 46 people that were listed as using her employee discount. Um, and insofar as I'm aware, those were the only people she shared her account with. Yeah. Um, j not the 46, just the, the four. Which means her mom shared it with 40 separate people. Or at least a few people that are really untrustworthy. Which is equally as bad. Yep. Well, no, it's maybe not equally as bad. Because that's no, her it's... being deceived, right? If you're deceived by a few people, you're probably dumb. Well, okay, you... but like we're still working on the premise. It would have to be a few people deceiving her. Which means she fell for that several times. Several times. Yeah, so... no, there's there's no like wraparound. I think she probably just told it to that many people. Yeah, I, I'd be willing to believe that. Uh, so Maria's discount has been getting passed around. Uh, like like a what, what's a metaphor here with the word whore? I feel like there's a there's a there's a metaphor for that or an analogy like a like a hoeing blah blah blah, you know? What what's the the phrase that we're both thinking of? I know it's on the tip of your tongue. Like a like a like a I don't I don't know it, Grayson. You know what I'm talking about though, right? I'm not bailing you out of this one. You know there is one, isn't there? Probably. So you don't know it, and you're just holding it back from me. What? You don't know it, and then you're just not telling me to make me make me scramble for it to make my brain get it. I I don't even know how to interpret that sentence right there. Wait, is the implication of that statement that I know it or that I don't know it? It's a question. 
trying to figure out the answer to the question you just posed. There, I just typed in on Google, like a whore, and a song called Such a Whore came up as the number one result. But surely that's not what I'm thinking of. No. God damn it. Point is, there are many Maria's been taken like advantage that. of. Yes, this is true. I typed in like a hoe, and like a hoe, the song was the first thing that came up. You got to stop searching up songs, JC. We have a task at hand here. Ah, man. Okay, this person on Quora is maybe the closest I've gotten so far. They say... What does it mean if someone tells you, you look like a hoe? Is that a compliment? Yeah, probably. That's a great question on Quora. I'm glad they went to Quora for the answer to that question. (laughs) That's good. That's going to be a great source for that. Yeah, I have to imagine. Uh, Sorry, I put away the boy oh boy list in search of this this phrase. You fool. Yeah, so Maria got suspended for that. Poor Maria. She almost got fired. Uh, she said they were considering it, but her her like supervisor like really vouched for her and somehow got her job saved. So that's good. Shouts out, um, but not nice of of Miss M- Mrs. Maria, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. I think it's Miss Maria. Ms. M Z M S dot. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think she's remarried. Oh shoot! So wouldn't Mrs. be appropriate, or no. just Miss? No, Mrs. is a married woman. I always get them. Con- I know Ms. is like the neutral one, and I can just get away with saying it to anyone. Mm-hmm. But Miss and Mrs. really throws me for a loop, Grayson. How? How? Because I don't know. Just Miss so and so is how I would address all my teachers, and I assumed that they were all married. I never called them Mrs. Bradham, you know, or well, Mrs. You have been Gray Castro. Ms. Huh? Should have been saying Ms. I did, but it would usually come out as Miss. You know. You know that's fair. Yeah, I'm sorry. I well, apologize that's, that's for that's that's the it. go-to, and then when you know they are married, then you swap it to Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. is just so much. It's just too much, Grant the Gray, and I apologize for that. I really do. By the way, you want a pet dog? I mean, kind of a little, but like I don't want to pay the down payment and the down pet. payment. Like well, yeah, I have, to, I have to make like an apartment payment. For I thought it. you were Sorry. referring to the purchase of the dog as a down payment, like to the shelter or whatever. No, which no. they can still be expensive. They like, can, yeah. But I can I proposition you a free dog that my mom's trying to find a home for. You can proposition. Okay, okay. Here it is. Uh, look at him. He has different colored eyes. My mom was out walking the missions of San Antonio today, and they stumbled upon this dog with no owners. They tried to bring it to a whole bunch of shelters, and they were refusing to take him. Uh, because they're full, and so now she's 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 trying to find a home for him. He has different colored eyes. He's very cute, very. And if he was a really small dog, I'd probably want him. But apparently, he's going to grow to be medium sized, like forty, fifty pounds. And she said like thirty, forty pounds. But I want a rat dog. Okay. I know you do. And this is not going to be. This will be a cute dog, no rat dog. But I really like him. You can have him. I don't think my mom's yet found a home. She's not told me if she has. You could have a meet and greet with him or her. Don't quite know the gender. If I meet that dog, I will want the dog. And I don't think I can afford a dog. Why can't you afford a dog, a Gray the Gray? They're expensive, JC. You're a working boy, okay? You need I can some barely afford my rent, JC. Well, your rent, well, now you'll be able to split it three ways with a dog, Gray the Gray. No, no, no. It's just going to drive up my rent, JC. Ah, shoot. I have to pay the security deposit on, like, having a pet, and then I also have to pay monthly for it. Have you considered not telling them? They find out. How do they find out? Also, that poor dog trapped in this tiny little apartment? That'd be terrible. You have a larger apartment than most people in Austin with dogs. Is that true? <laughs> Very true. There are people in, like, studio apartments with dogs. Almost I guess, everyone, but then I, I also need to, like, take the dog out. I don't do. know how much time that's I have to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't do it four days out of the week, basically. Mm-hmm. Simply pay someone to walk the dog. Cool, great. Another yep, expense. Exactly. A dog walker, but make friends with the dog. Chargle, she was about to become a dog walker. So hear me out. This might be the most cost-effective option. You fly Chargle out. You can pay her as your personal dog walker. And she can take care of the yet-to-be-named dog. Thoughts? It's possible. Okay. I'm glad to hear it's a possibility. We're not, you know, writing off any options. He's really cute. He's really... What would you name him? I don't know. John? I don't want to decide yet. John the dog is a really strong name. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I think a good... That's a strong contender (laughs) right there. Thank you. I was going to do something, like, really absurd. I was going to go weird with, like, Enoch. And Uh then you said John. Like, you pulled John out, and now I'm... 
Well, I just think he looks like a John. What makes him look like a John exactly? The eyes. The the one blue and the one I gotta gray tell you, eye. No. No, that's... Because hear me out. Having different color eyes, that's such a unique trait. You know what's not unique? <laughs> the name John. No, you just don't get it. It would be spelled cool. You know, it would be spelled in a unique way. So that's, that's kind of like, you know how my name has like an accent mark at the end? Otherwise, J-C-J-A-C-Y is Right, really we'll go common. J-O-H-N with an accent mark at the end. Like, I was just thinking J-O-H-N. I don't want to get too crazy. No, you're right. You know? Yeah. Because if anything, the accent mark just makes you insecure about whether your name's actually a boy's name. We want to make sure John knows he has a boy's name. This is true. We can't put an accent mark there. It'll just confuse the poor dog. Most likely. So... I can't wait for John to be here every week for Boy Oh Boy. Also, if that dog barks, I don't have thick enough walls for that, JC. What do you mean? Like, my neighbors will all hear it. That's how dogs work. Like, if you had a neighbor with a dog that barked, you would just have a neighbor with a dog that barked. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. It would be your dog, though. Yeah, but I've, like, I like I don't want to inconvenience people in that I'm way. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Based on the one photo I've seen of John, looks like a very calm dog. He does look like he a, looks like a calm he's little a dog. Out little guy. I'm sorry. You can make a trip down to San Antonio. Check him out. You know, my well, there's another person that lives here, so you also have to convince him. Hear me out. My mom is coming up on Saturday for the Austin City Limits Music Festival. Okay, she could just drop him off with you, and you can spend the day with him on Saturday, the day that you work all day. <laughs> I hate to tell you, Jesse, that's not gonna work. Shoot, darn it. This is not good news. This is a, a, a you know, this plan's not going to work. I, I apologize for bringing it up. Grayson. Yeah, JC. We're really burying the lead. We didn't bury it. We put the lead in front, but then we just got distracted. The Steven's fact that I saw my first probation. WWE. Oh, we don't care about that anymore. I see. I care so much about it because we haven't even talked about why Steven got put on probation. I mean, do we really understand why Steven got put on probation? That's what's crazy about it. That's what I think is interesting to talk about. Okay, but hear me out. Yeah. I don't trust Steven's rendition of it. Exactly. That's why we need to bring it to a public forum. Okay, okay. I, I Fair. Okay. Let's hear it. Steven. Okay, he's been working at this job for the government, and since he's had it for the past few weeks, he's been telling me, like, there's not really anything for me to do at work. I just, like, go in and, like, they, they have me read some stuff, or, like, I'll make a PowerPoint, and then, like, that's it, and then I have, like, the whole day just to do whatever. And Steven's been able to just, like, be on YouTube message people at all hours of the day he's just hanging out living life okay and then he this happens this is going on for like the first almost month he's there and then all of a sudden i find out from him hey they put me on probation they said i'm not productive enough and like steven is still insisting though that he gets all the work done they tell him to do right and so in my head, I'm like, well, how can they accuse you of not being productive if you're getting everything done? And Steven's response to that is they say that he doesn't look busy enough and that, that he just he, – he has too much time to browse. And I'm like, in my head – and again, who knows? Maybe this is, is what they could be telling him. But then my response to the people telling him that would be how – that still doesn't make me not productive. I've gotten all the work you've asked of me to get done. And Steven has told me that he's asked his people at work, hey, I finished my stuff. Like, what should I do now? Like, is there more stuff I can do? And they're always like, oh, no, we're looking for more stuff for you, to, for you to do. We'll let you know. So how then could he be accused of being unproductive, right? Mm -hmm. To the point he's being put on probation. And probation, you might ask, what does that even mean? What's it mean to be put on probation? Well, Steven had the cushy schedule of only having to go into the office two days a week out of the five. Um, and the rest he could just work remote from his apartment. And now they're making him go in four days of the week, doubling it, gray the gray. So he only has one remote day now. Uh, and so that's the downside of, of probation. And and again, just none of it really makes sense. Thoughts? Considerations? I mean, part of it makes sense. Okay. The part of it that makes sense is the idea of Stephen being unproductive mm -hmm. at work. Yes, and the idea of him being on probation. That also just kind of makes sense. Yeah, that also kind of just makes sense. Yeah. Uh, those parts, they add up. Okay. Um, but most specifically, the idea that he would just be caught watching YouTube when he's supposed <laughs> to be working 
or on Genshin Impact when he's supposed to be working. Like all those things. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds exactly like and what else would you do if you just caught your worker playing Genshin Impact at work or something, you know? Yeah. You'd be like, "Hey, don't do that. Uh-huh. We're paying you." Uh-huh. But then he could be like, "To do what? I finished all my work." But I have to imagine the real core issue here is that like there's probably more Steven can be doing. Probably, and also... But it would probably require a little initiative. A little initiative, and the stuff that he is being directly assigned could probably be putting a little bit more effort into, is my guess. I have seen Steven's PowerPoints in the past. Okay. Oh, you mean before this job? Yeah. PowerPoints, his... I don't know what he's like now. This is a new Steven, okay? This is a Steven living on his own. This is Austin Steven. Maybe his PowerPoint ability is incredible now. But I saw his resume... I've seen previous PowerPoints. The man doesn't have an eye for design uh, or compiling information. Um, or presenting that information. Communicating is a struggle in general, I'd say. But hear me out. And this is not to his, his benefit, actually. This is actually to the point we're both making. He was telling me today, because I've, I've known now for a few days, almost a week, that he's been on probation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Today he told me the story about how they gave him an article to read. And they told him to summarize it and to, like, to make a presentation summarizing it. Okay, that's what he says. He says they gave him this article, summarize it. And then he, he gets to the presentation where he has to talk to like his boss or whoever the hell, like some other department. I don't really know who it was, but to go over this article with, right? And it's something about like incorporating AI or whatever into what they do at work. And then the person he's, he's supposed to be collaborating with asks Steven after the presentation and says, okay, how does this apply to, how does this apply to our workplace and our job? And Steven didn't know. Steven apparently apologized and said he'll have to look into that. But in my head, it's like, what? Why else would they have assigned you that article to begin with? And he says they simply told him to summarize it, which fair enough. But at the same time, even if they don't say summarize it and write about how it applies to our job, you could at least bullshit something in the moment. You know, mm-hmm. you work there. You read the whole article. Like you could come up with an answer of how it applies to be like, oh, I don't know. I'll get back to you is crazy in my head. Right. Yeah. So like parts of me. Like, I don't think Steven is equipped for corporate America. Not yet. Not yet. And this isn't even corporate America. It's. Because sometimes you talk to me about stuff at your job at GameStop, okay? And it's just re- a bunch of shit I don't know about. You know, it all just sounds very, not convoluted, but just like there's so many layers for me to actually have to have learned about to understand what you're talking about. That it's just, it's not really registering. You know, I'm hearing some words and understanding you hear the me gist out. of That's it. That's all I need. Yeah. Um, the, I, I was thinking about if Steven tried to get your job at GameStop or if he applied for that position. I don't, I don't, I don't see how that goes. I don't see how that works. Do you? No. Okay. Because there's a lot of communication involved too at GameStop, obviously. Quite a bit. And so I just, I just don't know. I'm very confused. I'm very, very confused. But our poor boy is on probation and we need him off of it ASAP. Okay. I agree. Yeah, apparently the solution they told them to find more work and to be more productive is to shoulder surf people. And I have to tell you, up until this week, I had heard the phrase shoulder surf zero times in my existence. I've heard it a lot now in the past seven days. So many times. And I still am not confident if it's a real phrase or not. I'm going to be honest with you. Even though I can immediately know what they're referring to. Yes. I've never heard that in my life. No. And you feel like you would have at least once. Yeah. Especially in my role. Like, I do that. I, I What I assume is being described there, I do all the time at my job. Yeah. Just, like, lurking, seeing what other people are up to. Yeah, because I, I mean, I there's a ton of people that work in my workplace. I know a lot of the people I work with. Yeah. I just go around and check on them and be like, hey, how you doing? How you feeling today? What are you working on? Oh, what's going on with this client? 
uh-huh. just check in on them. I do yeah. that all the time. Yeah. So I know exactly what that is. Never once have I thought to call it shoulder surfing. But now we know. Okay? So that's good. That's great that we now know it. I would almost say it's a negative. I feel worse for having known that. No, it, it feels a little douchey because I believe someone did say it to Steven. Um, and I have to imagine that was the first time Steven heard the term. I'm just upset that it's infiltrated all of us. Okay? That it's become part of now like all of our vocabulary. Let's not let it. I'm gonna. Let, we're gonna again, forget it right I've now. I've had zero instances of needing to phrase it as such my entire life. I doubt it's ever gonna come up outside of the context of Stephen being put on probation, and his superiors telling him to start shoulder surfing more. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I hope so, at least. You know, God willing. I'm still so confused as to what Stephen's job actually is. Yeah, I am as well. Because theoretically, it's supposed to be all techie and cybersecurity. Not making PowerPoints. Yeah. It's a, it's a, especially because today he asked me in the car, oh, do you want me to tell you what, like, today I learned what, like, the point of my job is. Or, like, the point of, like, the the brand, like, what he's doing for the government, right? And just in my head, I was like, wow. We're a month in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're pretty far in. But he, he put it in some some terms to me that i could understand so it's exciting stuff grace and he's he looks like he's warming up to the job okay except i can listen if i showed up to work after a few weeks and i was already feeling kind of weird and uncomfortable about like am i doing enough stuff am i like do i belong like what like this is my first real adult job like what's happening and then after a few weeks they say hey we're putting you on probation you're not productive enough I would have cried. Like, it would have been, like, hard for me not to well up with them telling me that, you know? Honestly, fair. Like, I just, it would have been crushing. So, I can only imagine, like, Steven is not going to probably under a ton of stress. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, but he's not the type to let it out in that way. No, he's the type to let it out by saying shoulder surfing a whole (laughs) bunch. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. That is his cry for help, JC. Just, he's, he's shoulder surfing. Maybe that's how we can use it. We can we can own shoulder surf. We can take back shoulder surfing, and make it mean like when someone's crying out for help. You know, that's much sweeter. Okay, but hear me out. <laughs> yes. It doesn't at all correlate with the phrase shoulder surfing. <laughs> I need a shoulder to surf on, Grayson. It does. See, it it makes sense. No. Well, how does shoulder surfing make sense in any other context? No. If in the context. Hear me out. Yes. Instead, let's just, in, when someone's crying out for help, we'll just say they're making PowerPoints. They're making PowerPoints. They're making PowerPoints. They're, but what if they're not making PowerPoints? JC, they're making PowerPoints. I mean, if someone's reaching out for help, crying out for help, they're making PowerPoints. They may be making PowerPoints or struggling to make PowerPoints more like it. Like, I, like, I don't think in Steven's mind he's struggling to make PowerPoints. That's a good point. That's. I just, yeah, no, you're right. It's just a confusing situation all around, Grayson. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, probably if we were to sit down with Stephen Superiors, it would be a very straightforward situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fair. Oh, we haven't even talked about the funniest part. At one point, they, they accused Stephen of being distracted during the meetings, uh, like the, their work meetings. And his boss apparently came over to him and was like, and like, I get it. You know, as someone who struggles with autism and ADHD myself, like, I get it. This is two of us, Grayson. Not me. You and Steven, both of you now, have had accusations of, of some neurodevelopmental disorder. I feel like Steven's was far more direct than mine. Yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. wild. So. And mine was like, the implication was mine was the good autism, you know, the autism that like helps you. Uh huh. Because mine was related to me having like an underdeveloped photographic memory and things like that. With Steven, it's sorry, you know, I get it. Life's his, hard. His that's the rough. type of autism that that makes him play Genshin during meetings. Yeah. You mean? Yeah, the detriment, the the <sighs> bad autism, the tism on that side of the spectrum. That's unfortunate. That is very unfortunate. So. Again, twisted situation for dear sweet Steven. Yeah, it's so mad. I feel so bad for him. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. 
I feel like if either of us were in that position and we were given his job, okay, and I know we don't have this great background in computer science, I don't think either of us end up on probation. So I'm just so curious what he's been doing to get to that point. <laughs> you know? He started all of his PowerPoints in like bright orange and lime green or something. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's confusing. Very, very confusing. Orange text on red background. <laughs> I believe it. I really do believe it. But Grayson, let's talk about uh, something a little lighter, something happier, okay? Because we got to distract Steven from all all the bullshit, quite frankly. Steven's going to listen to this episode and be so upset. upset. I mean, we're expressing honest concern and confusion for what's going on at his job. I feel bad. But I also get that it's probably like almost every other problem in Steven's life down to some miscommunication, you know? Very likely. Like, that's just usually what it is. Like, most things. <laughs> I feel like it's not even miscommunication. I sincerely think Steven is living in a parallel universe to ours. Like, there, there's a parallel universe that is operating ever so slightly differently, and the Stevens are just swapped. No. And so they're each experiencing the wrong universe. And just so much stress because of it. Yeah. That's so devastating. Are you implying in the other universe it's full of Stevens like Steven? Or Steven like Steven is only like Steven because he's surrounded people like us? No, 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 no. It is an almost identical universe with just tiny little tweaks. Okay. Just enough tweaks that the Steven in each universe would normally operate totally fine. But in the other universe operates completely poorly. Just horribly. Just does not function. And we've just got the Stevens in the wrong universe. This is unfortunate. Steven Universe. Wow. This sounds like a great premise for a show, Grayson. This could be huge. This could be massive. I think we're on to something. I really do. I really do think we are. Let's talk about the little reprieve we gave Steven from 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 all this hell, his personal hell of this past week. Okay, Grayson? And from your haze. The, the, the reprieve you had from your haze. And that was this Sunday. We went to. Wait, wait. We have to do Saturday. What happened on Saturday? WWE. Oh, I, I guess, yeah. We, we watched a WWE show. Well, now you don't sound thrilled about it, so, like, whatever. We'll go to Sunday. It's well, fine. like, we could talk about the WWE show. No, I just figured there's not much meat on that bone. No, whatever, fine. I no, mean, go we, on, Sunday. I, I was going to save it for last, honestly. No, you weren't. Because Mal, there's not... I, it was on the list. I have it right here. It says nope, we're going Fast Lane, all caps. Sunday. 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 Sunday, we went to Magnolia, Texas. Or something in that area. I have no clue. Like the outskirts of Houston, Texas. Yeah, somewhere out there. It was for a Renaissance festival. Which was great. Is it a fair or a festival? It's a Renaissance festival, but I think it's called the Texas Ren Fair. Oh. Or maybe I have it backwards. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know. I feel like a fair would have more rides. Mm-hmm. This That's feel, so This fair. felt more festival Guys. No, you're right. Uh, well, we started off the day with both of us showing up late to Stevens. Yeah, that was cool. Happens to the best of us. Steven's, again, as much as Steven may struggle with, with communication, Steven's perfect coordinating events with. As long, I guess if, he, if we're going to Steven, right, or picking up Steven, he's great. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't care if you're late, early, whatever. He's just always ready, you know? Or if he's not ready, he'll be ready fast enough. Yeah, he'll kind of shower and be out in a few minutes. Yep. You know? So... It's, it's, it's perfect. So we show up to Steven a little bit late. No one's there to confront us. We're all set. In fact, you were even a little later than I was, which is great news. You're welcome again. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. And then we head on to our silly little Renaissance Festival. We also stop at Bucky's on the way there. We get some food, beverage. It was a I grand a old time. Great burrito at Bucky's. I'm so happy for that. It was good. We show up to the Renaissance Festival, and Grayson, I have to be honest. I was initially very unimpressed because we, we show up and it was great to see Alohi. It was great to see her friend Ivan, who I haven't known since high school. And it, it, I think we made a mistake going to the arena first. We went to the, again, yeah, the arena where we show up and there are just these men in like full night garb, like metal Unless suits of armor. Very rotund men. Oh, were they? Did you not notice this? I just They figured. could have been like Lord of the Rings dwarves, JC. I'm sorry about that. They were round. 
I apologize. I didn't realize. So much extra metal was used in the making of that armor. I figured it was just because the metal is so big, they, they no. tend to look okay. So a bunch of fat guys in armor were play fighting. Um, and not no, they were really fighting. It looked like play fighting. It did look like play fighting. It looked very bad. It looked much faker than, than well, yeah, the rest of the Yeah, because none of them show. were skilled. Yeah, which sounds like and it could rules, be an even better time. The you rules know? did not really... They didn't lend themselves to a good fight either. Yeah. Because you win if you knock the guy down. Okay. Well, you could do that, one, by hitting him a whole bunch with your weapon and hoping that it like, does enough damage to him that he kind of Your falls. fake weapon. No, no, no. They're real weapons. Those were not real axes. They had axes. Yeah, those were real axes. No fucking way they were real axes. Yes. I don't believe you, but okay. JC, literally look at the website. This is what these guys do. It's I, like a sport. I believe they advertise them as real axes. There's no way. Maybe these guys weren't doing it properly. Those were real axes, though. This is a real sport that people do. These are the rules. Why would they, they give by. unqualified fat men who don't know how to do it real axes? That's so dangerous. These fat men probably think they're qualified and probably bring their own axes. I, if they are real axes, that is incredible. Still makes it so lame what they were doing, despite it being real axes. They were so bad. Yes, they were incredibly bad. Because here's the thing. You can hit the guy with the axe and hope that he falls over. Because, like, they're wearing good suits of armor. An axe is not going to, like, break its way through a good suit of armor, typically. Uh Uh-huh. Because you can't just slice through that stuff. So you're really hoping that, like, blunt force is going to knock them down. So you probably noticed a lot of them were mostly wielding things equivalent to, like, big clubs. Uh Uh-huh. Just stuff to just smash a guy with. But here's the thing. Um, They're wearing a bunch of armor... They're big, fat men. Just Auto. trip them. Mm. Just, like, slightly shove them. Forget hitting them with the weapon. Just, like, kind of trip them. You know what a chop block fall. is? Is that legal? A what? A chop block? I don't know. What it's where you kick or you, like, run into, like, you hit the back part of their knee. So they just kind of, like, crumble down. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. I guess the armor theoretically protects. Maybe. Depends on how good the armor is, I guess. But... Either way, it was a bad show. No, it's because it it basically devolves into like sumo wrestling with a lot of metal. Yeah. From far away, audio you couldn't understand. People just kind of standing around. And I think part of what really cemented me is assuming it was fake is, and this is skipping ahead a little bit, we also saw jousting in the same arena was very obviously fake. Oh, yeah. 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 Why, Why is one fake and not the other? Well, that is a, the first event is a new event they added, like, this year, I huh. think, to increase, like, authenticity. And because that sport, like, people who do the, like, actual fighting has become relatively popular recently. Good for them. And good for anyone who has the, the heart to sit through that. I think when it's um, more professional people, uh huh, it can look kind of cool. Okay. But I also have not watched it extensively, so... I think I was also I talking to, to, to you about this during the jousting. The fact that this is a permanent venue, like this Renaissance Festival fair thing, is like th- this is there year round. Like it's not open year round, but all the establishments and like the physical shit there mm-hmm. in, on the land is there year round. Right? It's not like a pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that that's the case, and their audio setup is so fucking atrocious. <laughs> is crazy to me yeah you can't understand anything that the presenters are saying not a single word no it's wild yeah it was a little bad and so that's how it started was was us at the arena watching these dudes in metal just kind of fumble around and then we walked around and people got food steven got a turkey leg that was supposed to be twenty dollars turned out to only be ten it was the queen's birthday the queen's birthday the queen's birthday and uh, that's kind of what it was. we just walked around and got food and beverage for like 45 minutes and then then that i think after that is when we went to the jousting and we went through we went through like a magical forest at one point too that was cute yeah that, that place is nice yeah but again up until this point entirely underwhelmed at one point you guys go into this christmas store i was interested in it but Ivan sat out, and I was a little con- confused why, and I just stood with him outside of it because I was like, oh, I don't want to leave him alone. It's a cute little story. It you looked cute. Out. I would have gone in, but I didn't, I didn't want to abandon this boy. 
and finally grazed. And after after this, okay, after standing out in the sun, it's maybe a couple hours at that point. I'm really confused what I'm doing there, why I drove three hours to be there. We we arrived to this, I, I don't even know what to call it. How would you describe it? A Not a cafeteria, but just a, a, a kind of bar, just a, a, An a open mead bar. bar. Yeah. Where they all serve mead. You and Not I an open bar the in the sense that you can take as much alcohol as you'd like. No, 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 no. But open air. Open air. You know, it's open to the outside. And you and Alohi have been on the search for this thing, okay? And we finally found it. And we, it's time to try mead. You've gotten me into accepting and drinking mead, Grayson, in the past few months, okay? I think it's quite good. I don't even know how. It, I feel like it's somehow the most neutral of the alcohols I've ever had. We're it's like, one of the oldest. I feel like that kind of adds up that the oldest would be the most neutral. Because mm-hmm. I feel like every other, like, rum has, like, a certain taste and feel to it. Tequila, I fucking think, is disgusting. You know, like, they're just, like, this one just is, like, a drink, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really strong, but it's so neutral, you know? And so we go. They have so many flavors, so many cool, fun flavors. I get pineapple. It's so good, okay? And we o- I overhear this lady, okay? Uh, next to me, one of the bartenders, because the guy asked, can I get a sample of every flavor? And she's like, well, actually, we do samplings at the top of every hour. And then I inform all of you guys about this after we've all purchased our thing of mead, that there is a sampling that's going to happen. And we're not sure if it's free, if you have to pay. And we end up finding out it's like 26 bucks or something something per person to participate in the mead tasting. Um, but there's and- like 14 flavors. We're like, it's probably worth it. Yeah. Yeah, and if not, just for, like, the little experience of it all. Mm-hmm. And we decide that we're all going to do it. Aside from Steven, who is, like, awkwardly, like, deciding he doesn't want to. But even though I've told him how much it is, he keeps asking me how much it is. And then we all sit down for it. And Steven sits down as well at the very end of the table next to me for the mead tasting. Because, um, again, I've asked him how much it is. They say $26 at this point. Um, and I, I'm like, I tell Steven, Steven, I'll pay for, like, half of it. And then he just gets up and walks away from the mead tasting where everyone sat down ready to begin tasting mead. And and Stephen, what happens to poor – sorry, not Stephen, Grayson. What happens to poor sweet Stephen? I'm not even sure at this point. <laughs> it was confusing. It was very confusing. I think – okay. This kind of plays into a later part of the story, so I'm not going to get into it too in depth. Okay. But um, one of the guys – because there's two guys doing the whole like tasting thing, guiding us through everything that are like talking about everything. One of them just thinks, oh, he's part of the mead tasting. He's just gotten out to go to the bathroom. I don't know how he's decided this. I don't know if Steven said he was going to the bathroom. Well, to be fair, he did sit down with us and everyone at the mead tasting. He sat down for like a split second. And has now gotten up. And I assume he's gotten up to leave because he doesn't want to pay for meat tasting. Right. That's what okay. I was thinking as well. Because he did not say he was going to the bathroom. But he just kind of vanishes. And as he's like halfway through the open bar area, the man leading the mead tasting, or one of the guys leading the mead tasting, yells to Steven. Doesn't he? I don't think so. I thought he, I, I thought he yelled at him and I was like, I swear he did. Or... Did he wait till Steven was gone and then he started shit talking Steven? Well, to he just waits us. till Steven's gone and then he starts talking to us. And I think he's the one that tells us he's gone to the bathroom. Yeah, so he's gonna like go blow up a bathroom or something. Something weird like that. Yeah. And then he somehow convinces everyone else at the tasting when Steven gets back to ask him, Did you wash your hands? And we're all gonna yell it together. We're gonna, Which is it's so gonna be funny. funny. It's so it's so funny. Yeah. Um, because Steven's a dirty little fuck. Truly. <laughs> Thanks for backing me up there. And then that happens when Steven gets back. And now mind you, Steven was not gone long enough to like get to a bathroom. No, there was not a nearby back, bathroom. The restrooms are not that close, you know? But he is back within like a minute and a half or something. So if he had gone to a bathroom, no shot he washed his Certainly hands. Certainly did not wash his hands. Steven gets back, gets yelled at. Did you wash your hands? Steven's probably so confused. By a again, large group of people. There's no way he washed his hands. But I guess Steven takes this as his cue to go sit down for the meat tasting. He plops yeah, he himself back. down. And the guy walks up to him and is like, did you wash your hands? And then sniffs his hand. Steven says, yeah, I washed my hands. And then holds out his hands. As if to demonstrate that he washed them, and the guy sniffs them. But he made a stinky face. Yeah. Because, as we established, dirty little fucker did not wash his hands. No shot. I don't (laughs) think Steven even went to the bathroom. (laughs) 
Well, do you know the real story of what happened where he went? No. Because he did not go to the restroom. You're right. He said that he got up. He started walking around and then just decided he didn't want to go anymore and came back. So apparently his real motivation was to go to the restroom, but then decided he just didn't want to at some point and came back. Which somehow makes the story even more confusing and nonsensical. Because how did we not know he was going to the bathroom? Yeah. And how did the guy doing the tasting know? Basically, the mead tasting's begun now. Okay, Steven's back. It's time to taste meads. It was spectacular. Taste meads we do. Some of them are very good. So good. They're tangelo. I need to make some of Oh, my them. goodness. Yeah. I need to make the apple pie one, the cranberry. Wait, no, I'm doing, I'm doing a cinnamon apple cider. Okay. I'm doing a cranberry spice. Okay. And then I'll probably do my juniper berry one again. Let's but I need to go. buy the ingredients, JC. Okay. I also don't know what ingredients to buy. You got this. I trust you, Grayson. Gray the Gray. You're going to nail it. I don't think I am. Fuck. I'm a little scared. No, you got this. You got this. Um, yeah, we taste all the meads. It's a great old time. They're putting on like they're, they're trying to be all funny during it. Some of the jokes are hitting, you know. When I, I thought the dude committed to the bit when Steven got back. <laughs> Because they, they gave us all our little shot glasses to taste all the meads, and they placed them, like, a rim down on the table, which is kind of gross because it was just a picnic table. Um, and Steven didn't flip his over by the time the guy was about to pour it, and so he just started pouring the mead onto the bottom of Steven's shot glass, yeah. letting it dripple everywhere. Um, and we proceeded to taste the meads, many of them very good, some of them not so good, but only a couple. I mean, the ones that weren't particularly good were still decent in my mind. They were the ones you liked, like the Queen's fucking English or whatever. And No, no, no. It was uh, English Longhouse or something, mm, which see, was a lavender and Earl Grey yeah. flavored one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my favorite tea and one of my favorite flowers. And then also at people. some point during the mead tasting, they announced that they were going to put one of their meads on sale for like $4 a can. Or something like that. Water bottles are $4 a bottle at that fair. Yeah, no. the it, it, Festival price, that was very, very good. Very good deal. And so we picked up a couple of the cans as well. And I think you still have my cans. Oh, I forgot to bring them today, but no. I do. This is so sad. This is devastating. Not that they're full. They are empty cans. You would just like yours back. Yeah, I thought they were cute. They had like little the design. design on them. They had, like, oh, it was adorable. Um. And then after the mead tasting, and even during the mead tasting, is where Renaissance Festival starts to become a little more fun. Um, and nothing really changed because we, we left the mead tasting and just got more food, it seemed like. Um, well, Lohi and I always get our chocolate-covered frozen cheesecake on mm -hmm. a stick. Mm -hmm. And Lohi and I shared latkes. Uh, Which Lohi had no clue what a latka was, apparently. No, she did. She just didn't know how to pronounce it. Oh, uh, What was she calling them? A latke? Something weird. Yeah, I think a lockkey, lock, lock. I think lockkey. It was something. It was not correct. Whatever it was, no. Um, and but then we. I feel like we were sitting there at that picnic table talking and eating and stuff for like, what, like an hour. It was a good while, and I think part of the reason for that is that at different intervals, people were getting up to go to the bathroom and then coming yes. back, and we couldn't like leave the table while someone else was gone. It's so true. it's just it's like this weird cycle. It was a little bit of a cycle. It really, truly was. But, I mean, it was still a good old time. Uh, the only other major highlight I can think of, well, there I guess there are a couple. You hit Ivan. We, so they have this little game at the Renaissance Fair where I had seen little kids playing it earlier in the day where there are these big-ass logs that you sit on, okay? You sit face-to-face -face with who is your opponent in this game, um, like only a couple feet away from one another, and you have these little pillowcases, and you're smacking each other with the pillowcases trying to knock each other off the log. Okay, and it's all these little kids doing it. It's a surprisingly violent little game for kids, right? But now here we are after so many meads that have been tasted. Um, and Ivan agrees that he, he's willing to do this pillowcase game with me for the cost of only $5, Gray the Gray. What a deal. Um, and, well, I don't even know, like, I think I asked you and Steven, who were not feeling it so much, and then I asked Ivan, because I'm not very familiar with him at all, and I really don't have it in me to beat up Alohi, you know? Mm -hmm. I just... So, Ivan is the one who accepts, 
and I'm so ecstatic for it. And we get on this log, and it's not until we're on the log, Grayson, I realize that we are, like, crotch the crotch, okay? Because apparently this this game is very much designed for children, okay? So where children are, like, going to be a pretty good distance apart, we are, like, on top of each other on this log, about to have to hit each other off of it with pillowcases. Also, the pillowcases, he gives them to both of us. Mine's, like, just this red fabric, you know, like this red cotton pillowcase. Ivan's is, like, leather, it was crazy. <laughs> and when he hands it to him, he was like, you're going to want this one. And so I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, and then... Someone was picking favorites. Yeah. It was a little, like, hard, like, because he never really explained the full rules to us, like, what we could and couldn't do. So at first, I had, like, locked my ankles under the log. And he was like, oh, you can't do that. And then, like, we're all settled, balancing on the log, about to, like, start to, like, try to knock each other off. Um, and the guy says, Go. And I, like, kind of start to lose my balance because I'm unlocking my ankles because he just told me it's against the rules, right? And the moment I, like, gain my balance, I just get fucking wailed in the face <laughs> with this leather pillowcase. I even went straight from my head, Grayson. I I hadn't put any thought into whether or not I would hit him in the face, but I have to – If I don't think I would have. Like, if I were the one to take a first shot, I don't think I would be going for, like, his his nose and, 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 and head. But he did. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is, this is sick. And then it was just a game of hitting each other in the head with these decently full, like, were they even pillowcases, like sacks? Yeah, they, they weren't large enough to be pillowcases. No, just like fabric sacks filled with some stuff, soft stuff, but still fucking hurts when it hits you in the face. Mm-hmm. Um. And apparently it's three rounds of knocking each other off balance. And I somehow knocked Ivan off the first time. Uh, he knocked me off the second. And upon watching back the videos of he took, because I never even understood how I fell off the second time. I do now. I like really leaned back too much to get momentum behind the swing at Ivan's face. And when I swung at him, I took myself down before he fell, which is really unfortunate. But it's okay. I brought it back in the last round. And I was your victor, Gray the Gray. Wow. In a, in a game of just smashing. It, I don't know. I feel like me calling it pillowcases takes away from how bad it hurt. Because, like, it was it was, at, at the, it was not pleasant because it really, like, does, like, rock you. But all at the same time, it was very fun. Like, I would do it again in a heartbeat, you know? That's good. Yeah. But you probably shouldn't for the sake of CTE, you know? Probably. Yeah. But yeah, that was about it. Just oh, don't forget people. Steven's lore. Steven's lore. Oh, Steven was going on about killing babies the whole time. Yeah, Steven, Steven decided he wanted to create a, a backstory, a role play. He wanted a role play while we were there, so he made roles for everyone. Um, and then at some point, he expanded the the lore out to. Um, at some point, I was fighting a war, and I kidnapped Steven. Uh huh. That's how Steven became my servant slave. Uh-huh. Um, I don't... I, I guess I killed a lot of children in that war, and Steven's lesson from that as my servant slave was just anything that walks or could potentially burn anything ever in their entire lifetime, kill them while they're young. And he didn't put it in those in, in those explicit terms. Like He wasn't like, oh, you taught me this, master. It was more like whenever we walked by a baby in costume, Steven would make a well, reference to killing it so so we could get it. Well, while it started it's young. with dragons, which makes sense. He was like, "Oh yeah, all the dragons in the land. You got to kill them while they're young, or else they just grow up and burn down your village." Uh huh. But and it was it, a little baby dragon. It was like a little like six month old in a dragon costume. No, no, no. It, it wasn't even a like a person in a dragon costume yet. It was like uh-huh. little dragon statues that mm, we were passing. Things I like see. That. I see. Because he just kept going with that for a while. Like, he just kept drilling down. Every time we passed a dragon, yeah, the, the little dragon right there, you got to kill them while they're still young. Make sure they don't burn down your village when they get older. They become a real problem when they get older. You can't let them get old like that. They'll get really big and become a problem, burn down your village. He just went on and on like that as any time we would pass a dragon. And How then many dragons did we pass before we were... So many. Because the, the little baby dragon I'm talking about, we saw within five minutes of being in the garden. Oh, JC, he started so much before that. I was not. No, he just kept going on. Checked in. And then eventually, um, as we're just, he's still going on with it every once in a while, just like, oh, yeah, you got to kill the dragons. 
we passed by a fairy and he's like yeah you got to kill those fairies while they're young it's just true, a kid though. in That's a fairy valid. costume it's really true. the fairy burns down your village it's <laughs> when true. they get older they burn down your village <laughs> and then it just became everything everything in existence Oh, yeah, you got to kill those things while they're young so they don't burn down your village. I did enjoy that lore. My other favorite part of the lore is, you know, at little carnivals, you, you, they have that game where it's like a little kiddie pool with ducks, and you have to just, it's for like really young kids, so you flip op- over the duck, and if it has a circle on the bottom, you won, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We passed by one of those, and there's like this massive duck on top of it, like for like the decoration, you know, for the stand. And that's when Steven, um, in a moment of, I don't know, vulnerability he told me that his family was actually taken out by a bunch of ducks when he was little <laughs> and that was just really valuable to know great lore, yeah. yeah well that's why you got to kill them well that's guns, what he was so saying that was the like next that. lesson he they realized how small the village. ducks were and he, he did inform me you had to take them out while they're young so yeah no steven's fucked <laughs> it's a great day yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Are there, are there any other takeaways from from the Renaissance Fair Grey the Grey? Um, I want to go next year, but Alohi and I agreed we're going to dress up in costume next That's year. That's exciting. That's exciting. Will you be joining us, JC? I mean, I hope in costume or just at the fair. In costume. At this point in time, I can only commit to the fair. Okay? You'll come in costume. I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I liked that at the end when we were leaving, there was some guy who's, I assume, paid to be homeless, like just pretend to be homeless at the fair. Um, and he asked if if we were the smurfs because we only had one girl with us and our group of of five people yeah and they just got really rude about it i thought it was funny i that wasn't that his only comment we were like walked right no. by him what else did he say she, he commented about how low he was gonna get all worn out worn out yeah oh that's not nice no that's, that's it, so it was that among a few other similar comments i, I heard her called smurfette this is so sad. This is devastating. And, and then we also took photos with a furry at the end. And and Steven took a real long time taking those photos. He, he was not good because he gave the furry enough time to lean into me and see, You bark. know that phrase that you were looking before, before? I do know. But no, I don't know the phrase is the problem. Like a hoe? Like an alohi passed around at a Texas Renaissance festival. No! This is so sad. Not an alohi. What even was I looking for that correlation? I have no idea. Why was I trying to use that term earlier? I don't remember. But that's not important. Okay. What's important? Beats me. But that uh, pizza place we went to afterwards? Oh, that was nice. Because what's it called? Was Jimmy John's was closed or some shit? Jersey Mike's was Jersey closed. Jersey Mike's was closed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, pizza place was nice. Uh, free free appetizers guys pizza opolos or whatever the fuck cheap food good food it was decent yeah yeah solid and then we come back home and that's about it grayson but we survived the renaissance fair of 2023 i had to get up and go to work the following morning no i think all three of us did this messed up jc i'm sorry i'm so i apologize i'm very sorry but you're an adult now it's is the thing. so messed up. You're allowed to be homeless. I've considered it. You're allowed to, you know, find a job on the Renaissance Fair circuit and start working all the shops like that That's one That's a dude. lot of travel. I don't... What's wrong with that? I'm just not into that. I don't want to do that. Okay. I feel like it would feel a lot less like work, though. No, no. It would probably still feel like work, and I just... You know what I mean? Like, it would kind of ruin it. Okay. So what do you want to do? I don't know. Okay. It sounds like what you want to do is just have rich parents. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So maybe look into that. I'll think I'll consider it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough, Grey the Grey. Now, the topic everyone's been waiting for. It's been teased many a time on this podcast so far. Grayson, let's backtrack to Saturday night. We watched WWE's fast lane honestly i'm kind of over it now i don't really want to talk about yeah, it yeah i just i don't know what you wanted to talk about to begin with with it no um, i'm done like i don't really, know why you keep bringing it up JC. there wasn't that much there to be just, you gotta like, stop bringing it up like, a little I confused like i just john cena was there i guess you tried twisted t for the first time how was that yeah, it's fine exactly like it was an unremarkable time it was like smash for like two hours afterwards that was good i mean yeah i guess steven's getting a little tired of smash is he 
Yeah, he told me today we have, he has to get a new game so we can play something aside from Smash. He's got to get a Mario Party game. That would be good. That would be very valid. So. You also need to stop spending money, though. After Mario Party. After Mario Party. And Baldur's Gate. And Baldur's Gate. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe a few other things. Yeah, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Well, he's going to return the instant cooker and the anime book, so. I would hope so. Checks in the mail, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Grayson, we'll be back next week with more Boy Oh Boy. Are there any other things you want to talk about, though, before we do ride off into that beautiful, beautiful sunset? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. I've been listening to more Guts. Oh, you've it's listened on me. to more Guts? Like Guts more often. Okay. It's growing on me. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Any new that's songs? Any new contenders? No, just in general. The it's whole just, album's kind of growing on me. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Slowly but surely, Grayson. Okay. We'll be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. Adios! the podcast you never